It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We said four quarters, all gas, no break. You guys did that today. Hell of a job. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can run the table. We're going to do it. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation of Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet, and you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. You can like us on Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast in the state of Wisconsin, and the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how, and anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that, 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers, big opportunity tonight. For the Green Bay Packers, it is the Monday show and Green Bay plays Minnesota tonight in a game that has been raised in importance based on what happened over the weekend. We're going to get to all of that in a little bit. But first, I want to give you a little bit of prep on what is happening tonight because a lot of news has happened over the course of the last few days since we last spoke. And that starts with Dalvin Cook. And Minnesota's best player, arguably, his their best player, is out for this game. Officially out, Dalvin Cook will not play on Monday. Alexander Madison, the backup running back, is the next person in line. And I think it'd be reasonable to say if he were healthy and ready to go, not much would change about this offense. They would be able to go ahead and play the way they want to play. They would hand him the ball 20, 25 times. They would play action a bunch. And that would be the way that they would prefer to play. And, and they'd be happy with it. Even if it is Madison over Cook. Madison, however, is dealing with an ankle injury of his own. So that creates an added wrinkle to all of this to say... If those two both can't go, then you're looking at a third string running back. You're looking at, you know, a player that it's not as if, you know, someone like Mike Boone is terrible. He's not. There's a lot of talent there. How do you view this running back group? Well, as I went back and looked at this, I'm I'm looking at it going, this is a this is a pretty significant injury. And not just one injury with Dalvin Cook, but a group of injuries because, as I said, Madison is a good player. And he has produced important uh, yards for the Vikings. He has produced in limited reps for the Vikings. And you can't go into this game going, oh, well, you know, they're, you know, the Vikings are SOL because they don't have Dalvin Cook. Well, that's just not the reality. If someone like Alexander Madison is able to play, he is that talented. The The thing that makes this all more complicated, and even before we knew 
those guys were for sure not going to play. And, and I guess we knew Dalvin Cook would be out. We still don't know for sure what's going on with Alexander Madison, depending on when you're listening to this. But on Saturday, the Rams looked like they were going to give the 49ers everything they could handle. And they did, ultimately gave San Francisco a, a scare and, and put the fear of God in them, if we're being honest. But they lost. And the Rams losing means Minnesota is in the playoffs, regardless of what happens. And this has trickle-down effects because Green Bay and Minnesota are fighting for the NFC North title. Okay, we know that. But Green Bay would have to lose the next two games, including at Detroit. The Lions are bad. Okay, this is not a secret. The Lions are trash. Matthew Stafford is not going to play. They are they are down a number of key starters and will have absolutely nothing to play for except for draft positioning, which is another way of saying it would actually benefit them to lose. We've already had the report in that Matt Patricia is back. So they're really their only incentive is to lose. Because you get a better draft pick, you you get you know, presumably a very good player, and then that player helps them and Matt Patricia in 2020 and beyond. Minnesota, the pathway to getting a home playoff game in the wild card round involves beating Green Bay tonight and then having Green Bay lose to the aforementioned Detroit team who doesn't look very good at all. That affects the impetus for the Minnesota Vikings. That affects how they view this game because their path to a home playoff game, and we talked about it all last week, it's very narrow. It would be exceedingly difficult. They would have to win. They would have to have a better record than Green Bay to end the season, which means Green Bay would have to lose to Detroit. It means that Minnesota would have to beat Chicago in Week 17. And it, it just it seems unlikely, especially if Dalvin Cook is not going to play the last two games, that Minnesota would be able to do this. Now, Mike Zimmer is an old school coach, and it's not going to just be like, well, I give up. This is over. That's not what he does. It's not how he's going to approach any of this. But he understands what's at risk here. And if Green Bay does win, he understands that that means you know, they don't have to go to Lambeau in week one, the, the Vikings don't. But it also means that Green Bay, if they beat Minnesota, could have a first round bye. And it would improve Green Bay's playoff positioning. I don't think Zimmer and the Vikings care about that. Now, whether or not you think this is going to affect the way that, that Minnesota handles their business this week or next week, I think that's certainly an open question. Because... You know, a team generally cares about what is in front of them. What do we have to do? What do I have to do, more specifically, to give this team every opportunity to succeed moving forward? And and if it is the case that Dalvin Cook is going to sit in some of these games, then that, that equation changes. Because the team has said, look, Green Bay is probably going to win the North. We don't care. We want to get into the playoffs, and that's what is most important to us, 
And so we are going to adjust our schedule accordingly. And frankly, I, I'm not sure they're wrong to, to feel that way. I'm not sure they're wrong to feel that, that they're the best team in the NFC North. I'm not sure that they're wrong to think that they're the third best team in the NFC. And as we look around the NFC, I, uh, who's the best team? I mean, San Francisco did not look particularly inspiring beating the Rams. New Orleans did not look particularly inspiring beating the Titans. And then, you know, Seattle lost, not just lost, lost by an impressive fashion. I mean, just just looked awful, just looked terrible against a, a bad Arizona team, or at least a team we thought was bad. Arizona has actually played better the last few weeks, but who is the impressive team in the NFC right now? I don't know that there is one. So, I mean, that leaves everything open here for Green Bay as they move forward. But if you're Minnesota, you have to feel like you have every opportunity to win these playoff games. And that means if if Dalvin Cook is hurt, you can't take any risks. You need him healthy in January. And if you're Minnesota, you have to feel like you can go to anywhere and you can win. So if Dalvin Cook is healthy, that makes it all the more reason for you to say, okay, Dalvin Cook, he's not going to play now because he is going to play in January. And if you are still looking for last-minute Christmas gift ideas, Breaking Tea has you covered. Go to breakingtea.com slash locked on for all sorts of product deals for you there. It's great for all fans. Go to breakingtea.com slash locked on and feel free to search the site for great shirts and fun sports gifts because Breaking Tea brings you sports t-shirts around teams' passionate moments. The reopening is right around the corner, and there's a chance that no one has seen your balls in months. Don't ruin your first post-quarantine date with a ball fro. Would you show up on the first day of school without a haircut? Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Do you really want the next person to see your down there hair to think you weren't expecting anyone to see it? No one wants that. The Lawnmower 3.0 is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of their ceramic blade and skin safe technology, your snags will be reduced while preparing yourself for post quarantine life. The Perfect Package 3.0 comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, water resistant, cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag for you to use when you're done quarantining. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver, the perfect one to punch to keep your one to punch fresh all day long. Subscribers to the Peak Hygiene Plan get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer stays fresh and clean so you can too. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, so treat yourself for making it through quarantine with the Lawnmower 3.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code locked on at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the promo code locked on. So what happened with the Viking situation dovetails into the context of this game because Seattle lost and that has broad reaching implications for Green Bay because Seattle plays San Francisco in week 17 and the playoff scenarios have gotten clearer for Green Bay 
we knew the four seed in the NFC was going to be the NFC East winner. And after the Eagles won against Dallas, and and look, I mean, I don't know what's going on in Dallas. They're way too good to be no-showing and and losing 17-9 the way that they did to, to Philadelphia. But look, the Eagles are a team with Super Bowl pedigree. So in a way, we can't be that surprised that the Eagles are winning this game, even even in in spite of the injuries that they've had. But but Arizona beat Seattle 27-13. And that's in Seattle. Okay, Kyler Murray and company. And, and not just Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray and Brett Hundley. Because Brett Hundley had to factor in a big way in this game. I mean, Brett Hundley, four of nine in this game. Had a couple key runs as well. Not just a couple. Six carries, 35 yards. And they go in and beat Seattle. This sets up a very important Week 17 matchup. We knew it was going to be important, but now the playoff implications have ramped up even further. If if Seattle beats San Francisco and Green Bay beats Minnesota and then beats the Lions and, and Green Bay is 13-3, and three, what has happened now is if Green Bay had finished 13-3 and three and the winner of the Seahawks 49ers game had also finished 13 and 3. That team would have won the tiebreaker. Well, Seattle lost. And if Seattle beats the 49ers, they will both be four loss teams, not three loss teams. If if both of those teams finish 12 and 4, then that creates a situation where Green Bay, if they go 13 and 3, already holding the tiebreaker with New Orleans in that case, can become the number one seed. So it doesn't matter if you think Green Bay is a deserving first-round by team. It doesn't matter if you think that Green Bay is not one of the two, three, or four, or even five best teams in the NFC. If these games play out this way, Green Bay will be in a position where they will not have to leave Lambeau at all. Just think about that for a second. And we can think of myriad examples over the last decade where the best team was not the number one overall seed. And we can think of how many times a team like the New England Patriots, with the benefit of getting to play in the AFC East, They win 12, 13 games. They beat the one or two teams in the AFC over the course of their season that they need to beat, and they get the number one seed. And all of the AFC playoffs goes through New England, even if we agree they're not necessarily the best team. And then all they have to do is win one home game, in the divisional playoff game to host an AFC championship game. They win that game. They go to the Super Bowl and then all bets are off. And they've won Super Bowls against teams that they were really not better than. But they were able to win because they got there. In a one-game situation, we know that 
a, a an inferior team, a team that we all think is not as good, or at least that that has not been as good over the course of the season, can go in and win in these one-game situations. It's why you want to have home field advantage. It's why, if you're the Packers, a first-round buy is critical. And home field advantage throughout the playoffs would be very important for this team. Yeah, you always want the first-round buy. And, you know, there's there's certainly no excuse for saying, oh, well, you know, it doesn't matter. You, you can, you the three seed's enough. No, no. That cannot be the mentality of this team or any team. And if Green Bay feels that way, you know, it, it's just, it's not a championship pedigree type team. I don't think they feel that way. And that's why, as I went back and looked, and and look, I said last Friday I picked the Vikings to win. I submitted my official pick to Packer Report after I found out Dalvin Cook was out, after I found out Alexander Madison was unlikely to play on Monday. And I felt like, okay, well, that's enough to swing the game for me. That's enough for me to think, okay, Green Bay can go into Minnesota and get this win. And given what's at stake... For both teams. Minnesota is in no matter what and is unlikely to get a home playoff game in the wild card weekend. Green Bay is still now playing, given that not only did the Rams win, but Seattle lost. Green Bay is still playing for the number one overall seed. And that provides so much to still play for that I think a team that in Green Bay is the best not only the best first quarter team, but the best on script team, the best first 20, 25 plays team. That when they are the best of that team, and if you're the Vikings, you're not the best at coming from behind. That provides a situation where if you're a Green Bay, you feel like you get out to a 7-0, 10-0, 13-0, 14-0 lead. That's enough to salt this game away, as it was in Week 2 when Green Bay got out to a 21-0 lead. I think this game ends up ultimately playing out somewhat similarly where Green Bay goes up early. Minnesota has to find a way to fight back and just cannot get all the way back in a green in a game that Green Bay ultimately finds a way to win. Matt Williamson brings the scouts perspective to the Locked On NFL podcast. You got to talk 2018 quarterbacks. Josh Allen has the best quarterback record aside from Lamar Jackson. But the lowest completion percentage, other than Josh Rosen, he's just been a complete garbage for the most part when he's been allowed to play. Yeah, but I just want to throw a couple nuggets out on Allen. And I know he's a lot bigger, a lot stronger, but he kind of reminds me of early career RG3. What's kind of remarkable about Allen is he is so gifted. And he got better, I thought, this past year, which is encouraging with the anticipatory throws and the touch of his throws. But his deep ball passing is like the worst in the league. Hear Matt with co-host Brian Peacock every day on Locked On NFL. Subscribe or follow today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I wanted to keep this episode pretty short because there may not be an opportunity for you to listen to this on both ends of your commute or, you know, given the holidays, you may not have time. I wanted to make sure everyone got a chance to listen to this, so... This is going to be a shorter episode for us as we move forward on Monday. Uh, We're obviously going to have a Tuesday show as we discuss what happened 
on Monday, and then we are are going to have a crossover show. Um, there's going to be no Wednesday show for Christmas, but then later in the week we're going to have shows as we push forward to the Lions game and and then into the playoffs. You know, Green Bay is going to the playoffs. We know that, so plenty to talk about as we get set here looking forward. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves because there's there should be plenty to talk about, you know, not just with the Minnesota game, but, you know, as we look toward the Lions game. But I don't think Detroit is going to be a pushover, even with Matthew Stafford on the bench and on IR. So plenty to talk about as we get set here moving forward with the Packers and a chance to still get the number one seed. This That is not a conversation I thought we would be having last week, certainly around this time, but but I mean last week, even late in the week. Even late in the week, I never thought this would be something we'd be talking about Green Bay as a potential number one seed. I didn't think I didn't think Arizona would be able to go go to Seattle and win a game like that, and yet here we are. So it is also a reminder that any given Sunday, and that means that that Detroit is not to be trifled with. Minnesota with their backup to the backup to the backup is not to be trifled with. If Green Bay wants to be a Super Bowl contender, this is where they prove it. This is where they show they are one. And we see it tonight at U.S. Bank Stadium. Green Bay gets their first win against the Vikings in this new stadium. And they show that they are legit Super Bowl contenders because the NFC is up for grabs. The NFC and AFC probably, uh, to a lesser degree, is up for grabs. Baltimore looks like the alpha team. I was talking with uh, America's guest, Jason Hirshhorn, about this yesterday. Baltimore looks like the alpha team, that they are the team, and that there is no other the team. There is no the team in the NFC, and there is no there there is really no heir apparent or even uh, you know close competitor to the the team in the AFC. So that means Green Bay is as good a team as any. If not Green Bay, then who? I mean, they have to feel that way. If not us, then who? And and I think that's a totally reasonable position to have. We're going to be back tomorrow to talk about Packers-Vikings, to break down everything that happened on Monday Night Football. A lot to get to because the playoff implications will be enormous. If Green Bay loses, there, there are still some wild scenarios that allow them to get first-round buys, but the NFC North really hinges on what happens in Week 17 but a first-round bye, truly, and, and the number one seed on the line here as they face off. So a lot to talk about in our show tomorrow, and we will get to all of that. Also, a discussion coming later in the week on Packers-Lions in a game that, if the Packers lose tonight, will have significant implications for the NFC North and playoff seedings in the NFC as a whole. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. You can like us on Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up with the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that. 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Podcast Network, but why stop now? 
Check out the daily Locked On Podcast Network for your favorite college team. Find it right now in your favorite podcast app and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.